Mm. I believe it's the same thing. No. Why would they call it Face Off? Hey, who are we? I'm James, the creative director and owner of Flat Films. James, I was waiting for you to do the entire intro before we did anything. Are we recording? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't remember our intro. Hold on, sync point. Rolling. Sound. Sound live. Action. All right. Welcome to Guilty Treasures. Uh, deep dive into why are you why are you mouthing to me? Why are you have fun? You want to have fun? I don't make it look like you're having fun. Make it energetic. Uh, hi, hi uh, welcome to Guilty Treasures. Ow, ow, ow. Uh, uh, a fun deep dive into everything you hate to love. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, for those that are unable to see, Aaron is doing the Mighty Ducks flapping. <laughs> uh, uh, Mighty Ducks or maybe Angels in the Outfield both flapping. Okay. 90s sports movies for children. Disney you know? 90s sports. <laughs> a lot of flapping. It's an incredibly specific genre. <laughs> it really is. If we're being honest, it really is. Let's name them all off the top of the dome. Uh, There's Airbud. Uh, uh, Monkey uh, off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey up. That's what I was trying to say. That oh. is a movie. Uh, Brink. That's the rollerblading one. Oh, Brink was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love Brink. Brink. Brink was good. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mighty Ducks, uh, D's one through three. Do you all remember Three Ninjas? Oh, dude, banger! Yeah, not Disney. Not Disney though. It's not. It's di- what? Mm-mm. Oh, is this is this specifically Disney? Yeah, it was Touchstone. Disney's nineties. Oh, if it's Touchstone, then it counts. Then okay, we we'll right. count it. Okay. Who are we? I'm Aaron Salinas, um, editor, background photographer, uh, official. I I said it the past three times. Official uh, cuddler and hugger of uh, flat film. That's true. Oh, lovely. Kenny Madison, chief archivist at flatfilms.com. Uh, I do own that, yes, um, but it's not a real website yet. Hey, I'm James Fye. I'm still creative director and owner of Flat, of flat Films <laughs> and special guest. I'm Mia. Do I say my last name? If you want. Great. I'm Mia. Uh, <laughs> I'm a performer in Austin, Texas. Yeah. She's very funny. As per each, oh my gosh! Take two, take two. <laughs> what was that? Take two. As per each episode of Guilty Treasures, we operate on a strict three-rule policy. <laughs> I, it's not funny. These are <laughs> just the rules, uh, and any violation of these rules uh, costs thirty dollars. Uh, rule number one: there is no dunking. We cannot insult things because it feels good. We try to approach each piece of art from a place of joy. Rule number two, no ironic liking. We're not going to be reviewing films such as Birdemic, The Room, Fateful Findings, and other things because they're so bad they're good. We like to look at movies that are generally considered bad, try to find the joy in them. And rule number three, and most importantly, no self-deprecation. You have value. Treat yourself with the respect that we treat all of these movies that we hate to love. You know who else is also funny and talented? Who? A lot Jared. of people in this movie. <laughs> well, I, it's a stacked cast. It's, really. it's stacked. It's stacked. I mean, you got Jack Nicholson in a just a two thousand sitcom. Yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. Nancy Myers. That's not Nancy Myers. Who's Nancy Myers? Oh man, Nancy Myers! <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so Nancy Myers is basically the David Fincher of rom coms. 
Uh, okay. he's, she's the Stanley Kubrick of rom-com. Sure. She's, I understand both those, yes. Uh, she she One more. makes these... Well, who Almost else is she like? Other Tarantino? impeccable directors. <laughs> no, because she's a stickler for details. Yeah. Uh, so Fincher and Kubrick uh, ha- are Hancock. of that. Yeah, Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Hancock. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> a stickler for the impeccable, uh, flawless Hancock, which we all here in the Guilty Treasure <laughs> Studio give six out of five stars. <laughs> Uh, so Nancy Myers uh, was a screenwriter in the 1980s and wrote s- screenplays with her husband and then at some point made the jump into directing starting with, I believe, 1997's Parent wow. Trap. Wow. Oh, uh, Lizzie Lohan. That's uh, a big one. Which was yeah. the last film that she worked on with her husband. They got divorced during that. Oh. Also, Ooh, you can find out all that. of this stuff on the podcast Blank Jack with Griffin and David. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they did an incredible Nancy Myers miniseries. A huge miniseries, if we're being honest. It, it covered a lot. Yeah, it, it truly did. Um, and over the course of the Audis, as we Early call it 2000. here in the studios. Yeah, the Audis. Everyone knows. Yeah. E- everyone knows. Mia definitely, you definitely know, I, right? Mm, She's on board. Yes. Great. Uh, so, and Nancy Myers basically staked her claim as the woman that you would go to for these upper middle class rom-coms where everything is white, Diane Keaton is usually in them, and it's about uh, people in their 50s to 70s. Oh, interesting. Uh, Falling in love, falling out of love. So so, so, so the question is- Or being an intern. Can she be compared to Jude Apatow? Judd Apatow? For the 60s, yeah. For people in their 60s. You're not wrong. They, well- yeah, because Apatow and Nancy Myers have a certain formless feel to their films, but mm-hmm. where Apatow is very loose, Nancy Myers is notorious for how much of a stickler. Okay. Like she it is. takes her three years to film a movie, which is dang outrageous for a rom com. Yeah, yeah, because she's that specific. All of the set design, Jane's uh, fight, you might look at it and go, oh. "It's so white." But Nancy Myers is looking at that and going, okay, but the curtains need to make the room feel open, and these windows have to be placed right here because whenever the character is sitting this – and it, it's – So um, she's a good director, as, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, as, as Griffin Newman put it on blank check, uh, she's the world's best souffle chef as a director, huh. which is to say that a souffle is light and fluffy, but a souffle still tastes incredible – when done right, and, and she it's hasn't still gotten dense and deep, and it's still yeah. like just to like how picky. If I'm not mistaken, they had to wait an additional week or two to get the correct makeup for Steve Martin. Whoa, you what? might, yeah, you're probably not wrong. She'd worked with Steve Martin in the past, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, on the Father of the Bride films, yeah, like on Whoa. a few films, yeah, yeah, and so she knows Steve, and like she would just like stare at him and be like, it's not right. She knows Steve, yeah, James. Like, oh, all right. She's very, like, you can look at. She knows Steve. Does she I don't know, know why yeah. you're shaking your head vehemently. No, she doesn't. But yeah. Because I don't believe you. They worked together. I don't believe she you. She worked with Jack Nicholson, all who right. is also. An in anger man. over the cuckoo's. I'm sorry. That's right. right. Oh, hey. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Hey. What a great film. <laughs> it is. Hey, Milos Foreman. Are we going to circle back around at some point? Oh, I'm trying it, to hard. It's um. like the improv warm up I am a tree. Eventually, you'll get back to <laughs> okay, being a cool, tree. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was a formative <laughs> it film. It was a really good It's a really good film. Danny DeVito's breakout role, probably not his breakout role, but he definitely killed it in that movie. I think DeVito's breakout role was in Taxi. 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah that, that's true. Uh, and but Big Chief's breakout role was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't understand. Great joke, Kenny. I know. So Mia, yes. anger management. Hello. Uh, was a television series starring Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Uh, was that Two and a Half Men? Yep. Yeah, up to, this was actually his Two and a Half Men. That was, this was a show post Two and a Half Men. Why uh, was it post? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I forgot about Charlie Sheen. Is it because he's winning? Uh, oh, he <laughs> Tiger Blood. Was. Well, the, the interesting thing about the TV show, FX made 10 episodes. Whenever the show premiered, it was the highest rating set FX right, had right, ever right, seen. Right. So FX went, great, we're going to get a 90-episode commitment for the rest of the show. What? And it lasted for another two years. They filmed 100 episodes, and they showed them all in three years. Uh, That's a lot of episodes. Yeah, yeah. for a, a show that no one remembers. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah so wait, it's a lot of work. So it got syndication then. Uh, <laughs> right? When was because the last time that you saw anger management and syndication? But does, don't you need 100 episodes to get some case? I think so, but I'm not sure that anyone was interested in uh, showing anger management no matter how cheap so, it must have been to syndicate because I bet FX would have put it out very cheaply. What you're saying is I can buy anger management the series and syndicate it. Yeah, I guess you can syndicate it. If you'd like to put episodes of anger management guys, up on the YouTube. Guys, I've got a new business idea. Please don't syndicate anger Oh, management. I'm syndicating it. I am syndicating Dave it. Dave Busnick is a hardworking businessman. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We have to have Mia. James, we need to can get I, on topic. Hello. Hey. Mia, can you... Okay, your movie of choice right, yes. is anger, an- management. anger Management. Yes. Can you give us a syn- without looking at your phone uh-huh. a synopsis of Anger Management? Synopsis. Okay, so synopsis. Synopsis. So we have Adam Sandler there, and he's like a fucking pushover, um, and <laughs> he's he's with this girl who realizes that he's a pushover, and he she hires Jack Nicholson to come in and basically show him in all the ways that he's a pushover and all the ways that he's a very passive aggressive man, um, and we do this through like a like one. Like forty hour anger management, or even more than that, session. That you read the movie. I was like, it felt like that. It, <laughs> it, really, it really did. It, really did. it really did. did. It felt like a hundred hours. Um, and like thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. No, she doesn't have to pay. She doesn't have to pay. <laughs> okay, thirty dollars. So, throughout this process, throughout this anger charity? management yeah, process, um, it, he Jack Nicholson does like the weirdest tactics to like break Adam Sandler, including like taking him to go see his bully that's now a monk and uh, falling in love with his girlfriend. Because women are objects in this because movie. Because women are objects in this movie. I feel like that's one of the takeaways. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Good good news. Uh, uh, women aren't <laughs> objects; they're people. <laughs> the women aren't objects, but also this movie does have a very cheesy, very nice ending where Adam Sandler stops being a passive aggressive person and actually proposes to his girlfriend. You are correct. So here is the words they put on IMDb. Uh, Dave Busnick is a businessman who is wrongly sentenced to an anger management program where he mi- meets an ing- fuck. Uh, take two. He meets an <clears throat> Aaron Lee. Take two. Take two. Sure. I'm waiting for my cue. Oh, uh, <clears throat> one. 
two, three, four, five, six, six seven, eight, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. God dang it. Botch take. Uh, Roll it back. Roll back. I don't know why thirteen is so funny. We're wasting film. We're wasting film. Uh, I can hear it burn. <laughs> and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're losing daylight. We're losing daylight. I'm never gonna be able to work as a VO artist. Dave Busnick Hold is up. Wait for your cue. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Can I correct this description Absolutely. as he's reading it? Okay, yeah. great. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from the top. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seven. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna have to get on the horn with the producers, uh, tell them that we're going into OT. I'm the producer. Somebody tell Kraft we are not having lunch until we get this done. <laughs> I hope I'm invited back. <laughs> okay, Mia, you're professional. Thank you. you came prepared. I feel like you've been trying to keep I'm us on task. Uh, meanwhile, James is trying to read off of a phone screen. <laughs> James, do you want me to read it? Yes. Okay, cool. Pass it to me. And then I'm going to correct it while I'm reading it. Cool. All right. And one, one two, two, three. three. Action. <laughs> Man. Oh. Okay, cool. That also is full of professionals. All right. Dave Busnick is a business... <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Aaron, do you want to read... Uh, <laughs> no, no, I got this. Give me one more chance. Right. I got this. Right. I got this. And I want to prove it. One. That. Two, three, four, five. <laughs> it's been a weird day, you guys. It's been a weird day. Okay, Dave Busnick is a businessman who is wrongly sentenced. Nice. <laughs> Judicial system rules. Nice. Yeah. Justice. <laughs> to an anger management program where he meets an aggressive instructor. So the only thing I would correct about this is he isn't wrongly sentenced to the anger management program. Yeah, what? It was right. He was rightfully sentenced. He's being gaslit. The, the entire movie is him being gaslit. No, I mean it is like like a, a, a loose like fan fiction of the Truman Show. Like I'm 100% on board with that. Uh, I I don't like how much they play him. And just completely like fabricate his reality. For mean the entire week. city of New York is on the yes. in on the joke. I mean, except it for really Dave is Butsnick. the true man show. Butts. It really is the true man show. Butsnick. 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 Nice. Well, uh, well, well. Do mature. you know what? Do you know what the instructor's name is? Buddy. 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 It's not Buddy Holly. Buddy this is Buddy. I think it's yeah, Buddy, Buddy right out. There we go. Nice. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry I broke everyone. <laughs> it's been a weird day. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, they, this movie is full of gaslighting. Oh, for, uh, yeah. The int- so really, actually a really great example of gaslighting. So when people are like, I don't know what gaslighting is, show them this movie. Yeah, the movie tries to be its title, which is it just tries to irk you and get you mad. Yeah. And it gets you mad for different reasons. Yeah. This yeah, yeah, is yeah. – 
This is not a 2018 film. 2019? 2019. Wow, Aaron. This is not Aaron. a 2018 film. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not 2017. It's straight back to 2003. It's straight back to 2003. Yeah. It's straight back to 2003. It's Marissa Tomei. Mar- Marissa Tomei. Aaron. I will go favorite. ahead. Uh, sidebar. Sidebar granted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Marissa Tomei is my celebrity. So I didn't crush. give you permission, though. Uh, I gave you permission. Yeah, permission you granted. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Marissa Tomei is my absolute celebrity crush. Kaylee knows. She's fully aware. Sure. Marissa Tomei was like, "Ever, hey, I need somebody to block the wind so it doesn't touch my beautiful skin. I will." rush over there i will just leave a note on the counter that Uh says marissa needs me and everybody will know there will not be any need for a search um and you'll you'll stand in front of marissa tomei so no wind touches her skin because she's wonderful i've loved her since my cousin Vinny. she's an absolute delight is that the only scenario you think you that's the only real thing i i I could feel that marissa tomei would Aaron, you have so much more value than I'm that. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, sounds like no, that's James. Yeah, <laughs> James. But yeah, like I know I have a lot of value, but I feel like I'm not worthy because Marissa Tomei is Aaron, so absolutely Aaron, no, you're Aaron, worthy. You're worthy. No, guys, look into Aaron, my eyes. Really look at, shut up. Okay. Shut up. She was great. Shut 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 the fuck up and look in my eyes. Okay. You are worthy. Of Marissa Tomei. I love you, Mrs. Tomei. There you go. like you're being self-deprecating against yourself. No, I already paid my second Last time, Kenny was deprecating again to himself, so then we, he would have dude. That's $30. I paid $30. dollars yeah, so I just got to pay $30 once. Marissa Tomei is wonderful. She is amazing. I love her. She's Aunt May. She's, she's Ab- Aunt May? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's Aunt May. She's Aunt May. Oh. She's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just yeah. Uh, she sidebar. She gets it on with RDJ. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tight. Tight, tight, tight. There's yeah. also John C. Riley. John yeah. C. Riley. Yeah, there's uh, the John bully. C. Riley. Uh, yeah, that totally surprised me when I saw him. Hey, like, everybody. That's like <laughs> it's me. That was, I was an anger man. John C. Riley. Yeah, a lot of people don't give him. A, this is after um, Gangs of New York and Chicago. Like he had a huge 2002. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, this, yeah, he this was one of the best story. actors on the map. I think at that point. Yeah, yeah. But I think he still is. He wasn't given a lot of credit, though. Yes. Yeah, he's never been given enough credit. He's done so many amazing pieces. I was in Chicago. Thanks, John C. Riley. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I'll actually, I'll say this, if you're going to comment on someone to me, John C. Riley was one of my first celebrity crushes. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Go on. I love his voice. Um, he I've does always have great been, voice. Yeah, I've, um, I'm so enthusiastic for everything that he does, really. I just think he's a very talented actor, and uh, I think he has he's so versatile. Like, he's done so many dramatic roles that have, like, touched me and, like, made me cry, and then he's made me laugh, and mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful yeah. to watch, and I'm in love with him. Yeah. Uh, I'm in love with Emma Stone. That, he, she's not in this movie. No, oh, I don't care. <laughs> anyway, John C. Riley, if you're out there, hello. Big fan of the show. Big it's also fan. John Turturro, Luis Guzman. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I love Guzman. Guzman. Uh, January Jones. Um, January, who's 
She oh was, my God! She she was one of the lesbians. Oh, yeah. whoa! Yeah, 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 That's yeah, who yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. she looked familiar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whoa! John McEnroe, Bob Knight, um, Giuliano, Giuliani. Uh, some of the notable real. Uh, how, what do we call them? Celebrity appearances. In a cameos. Movie? Cameos. There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Cameos. Um, uh, Jack Nicholson. Did we say Nicholson? I feel like we haven't. Yeah, we have stated Nicholson. Okay, Nicholson's in it. Um, Pretty much anybody who's oh, been in a the Yankees. Oh, oh yeah, the Yankees. Yankees, yeah, yeah, they got it. They got the Yankees. Yeah, I well, feel that happy mass in production. What's weird is I feel like they shot during a Yankees game because mm-hmm. there's one point where Sandler's on the field. I don't know baseball. That yep. you're right. Yeah, uh, and he's on the baseball field. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. With the Team is that what it's yep. called? Yeah, you're doing baseball great. team. Yep, yep. you're doing great. And they're throwing around the uh, ball. The yep, disc. that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kenny, you got this. You got this. Uh, and it it looks like he's actually on the field because uh-huh. there's at one point in his apartment and there's green screen against the apartment skyline mm-hmm. is. It's really the bad New York too. skyline. It's really bad, and you could tell. But then they, huh. whenever they have Sandler on the. Diamond? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It looks like right. that he's actually the in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't look like it's green screened in, which is insane that you would go, hey, let's film during a Yankees game. Yeah, but he's Adam Sandler. Yeah, he's Adam Sandler. But it's also a very in 2003. Thing. Which is like his prime time, baby. Um, I think 90s was his prime time. Well, it was shortly after his prime Let, time, Well, let's baby. see. Big Daddy was in 99. <clears throat> uh-huh. Yeah. When was Happy Gilmore was Happy 92. Gilmore. Okay, 92. Uh, no, I think. it was not. Yeah, it was. No. Unbelievable. Not at all. 92 or 94? 94 sounds right. Uh, Billy Madison was 96? 96. Happy Gilmore was 96. What was When was Billy Madison? I don't look that up. Uh, Billy Madison was 1995. Oh, wow. oh that's the earlier one. Okay. I always... It was probably because I watched Happy Gilmore uh, before I watched Billy Madison. Big Daddy was 99. Wedding Wait, Singer yeah. 94? Was that it? Oh. When was Click? Well, oh, Wedding Click Singer was like 2006. Was, uh, Wedding Singer, I think, was 98. Okay. 98. Okay. That was Big Daddy was 99. Uh, Man. Anger, Anger Management was 2003. Yeah. He pumped so out a really lot of things. This really was kind of in his prime, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Waterboy, 98, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he has had a great career. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Little Nicky was in 2001. I, it was 2000 or 2001. Uh, and I remember that one being his first flop. Um, Wait, Little Nicky was a flop? From what I remember. I could definitely be I, wrong because that was in 2000 or 2001. Maybe it's just my family, but everyone I know loves that movie. Sure. Oh, uh, Little Nicky was a flop. It got a 22% on Ron and Tomatoes. Right, but okay, how, but, was, the, how well, was the gross? We're talking about the film Anger okay. Management, by the way. Oh, Bulletproof. Oh, are we talking about Anger Management and the oh, that's total 94. gross of that? With uh, uh, him and Damon Wayans. What? Happy Gilmore's 96. Bulletproof is 96. Madison is, thank you, 95. Um, Coneheads. I forgot he was in Coneheads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't um, Farley in Coneheads? Yeah. There's a lot of SNL people. 93. Because it's an SNL movie. Oh. Um, no, let's, don't, don't go backwards. Where was he circa 2003? Circa 2003. Because I feel like he was still at his at his peak. Like so 2002 was Mr. Deeds. Punch Drunk Love was 2002. Oh, yeah. Peak. Yeah. Uh, because Mr. Deeds did fairly well, and then Punch Drunk yeah. Love got him a lot of critical exactly. uh, respects, and I guess he followed up that goodwill with Anger Management. Anger yeah. Management, Blossoms and Blood, and Punch, Drug, L- Punch Drunk Love 
12 Scopitones in 2003. Yep. And he's still pumping stuff out after that. Strong yeah. year, year back to year. Um, Has he done a film every year? 2004, 2005. I mean, an Adam Sandler movie is not complex. No. I mean, you're not wrong, but still. like most, to, most, to most, pump out a movie every year since, what, 94? That's a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like... Like Adam Sandler or hate him, you gotta admit that guy's a badass. He's a bi- no. Screw that guy. No, that's an intelligent businessman. I mean, yeah, everything is on Netflix. He got it's a uh, huge he got, contract. He got his little noggin working. Well, let, let's not bury the lead. Uh, Creative Alliance is gonna get thirty bucks from me because this film is terrible. Yes. <laughs> no, I'll absolutely second that. Yeah, I'll also support Creative Alliance. Uh, this movie is gross. Well, well, this movie let's, is downright disgusting. Let's, yeah. let's present the context so so as to say that we're not just coming in here and dunking. dunking. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, but yes, he has to. had back-to-back years since 94. Yeah, he's a, he's a yeah. very so intelligent person. Wow. He knows can what at, he's doing. From and what he's I can tell, it. at minimum, yeah. one produce and one star, if Dang. not several. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's present the context because we certainly did not come into the studio in order to dunk on it. Mia, you brought this to to yes. us as your guilty treasure. Yes, I did. Uh, yet you're joining us in a gleeful prodding Absolutely, of I this am. film. Absolutely, I am. What, pray tell, has transpired prior to the conversation in which you pitched us this film to where you are here in this table, joyfully holding our hands while we kick the carcass of this film? That's <laughs> a wonderful question, Kenny. Thank you. Um, I, <laughs> I grew up on a handful of early 2000s films that my mom really enjoyed. Anger Management was one of them. I would mm. watch it about once every three months growing up. Wow. wow. Yeah, it That's was a, a regular in my family. Wow. Uh, notably because wow. we only had like three movies. It was like Liar Liar, Anger Management, nice. Bruce Almighty. Um, Big yeah. Jim Carrey fan. Yeah, I was right. also oh. a huge <laughs> Jim Carrey fan. Are all of those films problematic now? I would have I to rewatch Bruce so. Almighty. Yeah. Well, he does make his girlfriend's breasts bigger. With his god powers. And he also makes her orgasm with the same god powers. Well, I mean, that's a bad idea. That's a, that's a, that's a plus. If you we know, all had god powers, we should We want more women make... orgasming in movies. I'm just... Yeah. All right. All right, you cool. can, Yeah. You can hit... That's good. I good don't understand... Well, I... You don't understand the Kate female James, orgasm? Why don't you... Sh- no, I'm... So I had high five hey, you, but I ate things James. you're allergic to. James, shh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So, um... I grew up with anger management, um, but I stopped watching it. Like the, not the class. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I well, both. All point. right, but <laughs> but at some point, like seven years ago, I stopped watching it. I got too busy. Middle school was starting. You know, <laughs> you know how that goes. Things like well, <laughs> things like we were all the same seven years ago. <laughs> all in middle school. Yep, we were all. <clears throat> Just starting middle school. Just starting middle school. Yep. So I got way too busy to watch Anger Management every three months. It, it just kind of dropped off the map. I think I watched it w- once more time when I was like 14 with my mom again. Um, and that was it. And so when James came to me and was like, hey, do you have a guilty pleasure movie? One that like did, did horribly in the box office, but you're a fan of. I had to think about the early 2000s movies that I would watch regularly. And that was Anger Management. Um, and uh, that nostalgia factor was huge. I mm-hmm. mean, I always saw anger management in a really great light because it was part of my childhood. It yeah. was part of really my identity at some point. 
Um, and I think it was really what got me interested in comedy in the first place. Um, huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, I didn't watch it in a while. So when I pitched Anger Management, I thought, okay, well, I have to, have to watch this movie again, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it like I always have. I was wrong. I was <laughs> really wrong. I, I Much had... like Numi Rapace's character in Prometheus. Yep. We were wrong. <laughs> we were so wrong. We were so wrong. I had to like convince myself to keep watching it about every 10 minutes. I was like, I just like, this is just so, I just want to close what, the laptop. What was your first straw? Like your first final straw? Uh, my first final straw. Of the 12 final straws that you were given. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Only 20 more minutes. I think it was already on the airplane when yep. Nicholson said, to Adam Sandler when they were just first meeting. So how do you feel about boob jobs? And yep. I was like, this uh, is yep. about the tank. Yep, yeah. I felt the same way. Yeah. I'm going to read what uh, Mia sent me three hours or four hours Harry before. Harry Dean Stanton. That's another A-list actor that's in this movie. Uh, four hours <laughs> before we started recording, uh, as we were discussing uh, the podcast. <clears throat> So I can totally defend whatever I need to, but I'm watching this again and realizing how much it actually sucks. Is it too late to change movies? I understand if the answer is no. <laughs> to which I said, no. Yes, it's too late. It's too but late. it'll be a good discussion point. Yeah. So here we are at that discussion point. Yeah, I had to text my best friend and just like, just like I needed a prep talk that was like, yes, you can talk about this movie. Like who's, that's it's okay. Who's your best friend named Drop? Uh, shout out to Alec out there. Hey Alec. Hey What's Alec. Up? Big fan uh, of the show. Big wait, fan of the way show. to give me a pep talk. She needed it. Anyway, uh, boob jobs. Where are your opinions? <laughs> wow! It's, I mean, that's a callback. Are we dropping them? That's a callback to three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second uh, red flag was yep. the air stewardess just uh, being like flight attendant. Flight attendant. Nancy Walls. So what? What did the <laughs> flight attendant the, do? That's Wait, the, it was just that's like the it was. A, yeah. Well, it was just like how she was already like talking to another flight attendant, and he was just being like, "Oh, I want this movie." And I was like, "I already see the kind of like gender stereotypes you're playing up, like already. Like I understand Wait, what? that like women are g gonna be like the gossipy and chatty. Gossipy oh, and chatty. okay. Gotcha, and men gotcha, are gonna gotcha. be like kind of fed up with it. Yeah. In this movie. Stop so, so all your lady talking. I'm a man. I need things done like that. Like that? Yeah, 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 but passive because this is Adam Sandler. Right, 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 right. I don't know how to do it passively. There's a lot of breaks in his voice. He stutters a lot. It is kind of like his character from Punch Drunk Love, but without art. To me, to me. That's just Adam Sandler in general, I think. This movie tries so hard. So hard to be like deep and philosophical. Does it? Kinda. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it tries to because it's, I I think I think what they wanted was like you have to stand up for yourself. You have to not be a pushover and just let people walk over. You have to stand your ground. Uh, but really, it just glorifies anger, which um, I'm not cool with. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I found myself thinking while watching this film is what I noticed watching this film is about every 15 minutes another like 
whole entire fiasco happens that revolves around another problematic joke. Yeah. 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 It's just like a vignette of just problematic jokes. Well, the yeah. entire thesis of the film is Adam Sandler's character, David Bustick, try, uh, trying to uh, reclaim his masculinity. Yep. That's that's the whole thing. Uh, it's to assert his domain over his girlfriend. It's to prove that he can talk to any chick whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He can bang anyone. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. can kiss in public. Uh, he should punch his. He should. Yeah. He should be able to punch his boss, because yeah. that's a that's a that's a manly thing to do. To confront his early childhood bully, and he's gonna fight him because only only way to be a man is to punch things and kill him with your hands. I don't like a single character in this movie. Marissa Tomei. Mar- oh, love her. Well, no, because imagine She's like having a boyfriend and being like, I don't like the way that you handle your anger. I'm going to put you in this anger management program that's going to gaslight you for a while, make you think I'm dating your anger management coach yeah. who you hate yeah. just to get a reaction out of you just so you can propose to me in public. Like, that's a horrible, horrible thing to do. Also, that's the genuine end of the film whenever yeah. you realize that the whole thing has been a Truman Show-esque yeah. Yeah. setup. And they, dance. Awesome. And they, they, da- they, they dance. They do dance. They do dance. I did cool. kind of like um, Louise Guzman. Um, I, I like his character. <laughs> um, it might be because he was the only Latino in the cast. A lot of white people. A <laughs> lot of white people. I was a fan. I like his character. Uh, just the the don't go there line. I was. I got just, you. I, I, I giggled. And uh, the uh, oh Eskimos are nice. I chuckled at that. Oh the Turturro's line. I think they're they're a bit smug. Yeah. <laughs> like there's some. There was that's, some. That's a genuine funny line. <laughs> There's some stuff where I was like, <laughs> "Screw this movie! I hate it. It's so it's so evil." There Kenny, what'd you ra- really what'd you rate it? Uh, I I initially rated rated it one star. Ooh. Then I was persuaded to downgrade it to a half star, because this film is just super ugly. Yeah, it's real the, gross. The, the climax of this film on on Yankee Stadium is him trying to. Ugh. Just thinking about it with a 2019 lens, and if a, yeah. if a white dude ran on the field and yeah. stole a microphone and yeah. said, "Linda, yeah. Linda, where are you?" <laughs> Everyone would be, go, "There's an insane man on the baseball field. Yeah. Someone shoot him. He's probably a white terrorist." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we've got three questions for you, Mia. Cool. Uh, <laughs> well. I think she's already hit in question number one. Yeah. Which is what? Uh, where'd you first, in- or no, what, what yeah. is the question? <laughs> yeah, where you first encountered this guilty treasure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which was w- growing up with your mom. Yeah. Uh, two, what was the second question? We don't have your laptop. Can I, and I don't quickly know. give a shout out to my mom yeah. for liking any comedy movie that comes her way? Sure. Like any comedy movie? Yeah, like she's just a fan. Of uh, show her The Living comedy. Wake and tell me what sh- her reaction is. Okay, cool. This is, th- this is a genuine request. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Cool. Shout out, cool, Mom. Cool, 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 cool. Great job, Peg. Great job, Peg. Oh, is that your mom? Peg is my mom. Hey, hey, hey Peg. Hey, Peg. Uh, what's the second uh, question? That's a fabulous question, uh, and I don't have my laptop with the rules that are on it, so... How does it make you feel is third? Yeah. Um... Well, we're off the rails anyway. Um, 
Let's talk more shit. Where this movie is terrible. <laughs> Let's just go through the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, unlike any other film podcast, let's go through the plot. It's a Wait, revelation. <laughs> is there anything that sticks with you? Is that one of them? Yeah, there was. Some, can I state I it? Can I state it? Yes. yes. I want state to it. state this. No one's fighting you on this. I really thought there was some great lines up top that <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh at Such and as. thoroughly enjoyed. Examples? Such as that one guy being like, oh, I'm half Italian, half Irish, half, half Mexican. Mexican. When they asked if he's uh, getting If we be Jewish. Jewish. Yeah, if he's getting He's like, I could be. I'm half Irish, half Italian, half Mexican. And like, as someone who's mixed, like, I, I relate to that. Like, it was, it was, it just, it, I resonated with oh. that line. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. What, what other lines? Um... Just that one, okay. <laughs> Great. I thought that was a good, good, good punch. Yeah. The uh, the don't go there line. <laughs> yeah, the don't go there from, was great. Luis Guzman, only because um, I know people who tell stories like that. I'm related to people who tell stories yeah. like that, who just keep saying the last thing they just said, and boom, effective storytelling. And I'm like, wow, wow, okay. But you just want to avoid conversation, so you just let them do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, shout out Luis Guzman, a uh, big fan, man. Um, know you're a big fan of the podcast. Luis Guzman? Who is also on Community. He was, was? Oh. Yeah. I didn't watch. He plays the character of Luis, Luis Guzman. Guzman. Oh, oh, wow. He was in Oz. Wow. Playing Luis Guzman. Wow. <laughs> Yep. Should we yeah. go through the plot? Sorry, there's a cat in here. Get out of here, cat! <laughs> What's that horse doing back? <laughs> Maybe we should just turn ourselves into like a Foley podcast. Be <laughs> um, better than talking about this movie. You're not wrong. But yeah, <sighs> just go- going into all of it, um, I didn't like the monk scene. No, 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 no. What was any of that? It was a very poor understanding of what Buddhism is. Mia, that's we're what, on your side. That's what, that's what that what? scene is. Woo. Not only that, but it was just, there were some offensive lines in that. Yeah. yeah. That one time yeah. like skirting around that, the yeah. sister, like, yeah. Yeah. the sister thing was, Woof. I was like, Woof. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to ask something. Go for it. Yes. 2003, I was nine. Uh, thank you for asking for permission to ask something <laughs> on this very loose format podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Approved. Granted. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> was this okay in 2003? Yeah. I think yeah. there were a lot of very okay parts. Because the only thing that I'm really thinking about, and I, I used to watch wrestling as a kid. Sure. Now, wrestling as a kid was very aggressive with this. Shocker. It was, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin beating right. up on his boss, Mr. Right. McMahon, and and there was um, brawn panties match where if you, the, the whole point of the match was to try and get your opponent into the brawn panties. It was, it was a very strange time in America. We're like right now. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I'm thinking, like, because we allowed so much of that to go on. Yeah. In um yeah 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 yeah, yeah no this was definitely like no one bad an eye when this movie came out like n- no one was offended comedy typically does not age well no Kenny well also to talk about the context of this film this was in two thousand three yes yep. like 
uh, y'all just said. It was a two-hander of Mr. Deans and Punch Drunk Love. Mr. Deans did well commercially. Punch Drunk Love did well critically mm-hmm. and made people go, Adam Sandler is a real actor. And then he spent that capital to do a comedy with Jack Nicholson, the most A-list of A-list stars who's in the front row of the Oscars. Yes. Who's so, pretty picky. If we're going to be honest, I think he's only got like maybe 40 to 50 films. Wow. Uh, well, at, at this point, he's doing less and less films right. because he's he's getting up there. No offense, Mr. Nicholson. No, he, he's he's starting to look at the Nancy Meyer films coming his way. And not only is he doing a film with Jack Nicholson, he's doing a Happy Madison film with Jack Nicholson. Uh-huh. So it's not that he's going into Nicholson's wheelhouse. It's that he has so much cachet that he's able to bring A-list people into his wheelhouse. Yeah. And then not only that, but there's so many cameos from people that are highly respected actors. Woody Harrelson. Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. Yep. John Turturro. Marissa Tomei. Marissa John C. Riley on the John heels of his Oscar nomination. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe not necessarily Luis Guzman, even though he worked with PTA. Actually, a whole bunch of PTA. Were there a lot of PTA? I mean, Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Heather Graham. Another PTA alum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really it. Um, I would like to say that I do think Jack, Na- Jack Nicholson was a very perfect for this role. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dirty old man. Oh. Yeah. Just, but genuine to his dirty old manness. Huge eyebrow expression. Yeah. I hated him in this movie. Yeah, I, I think hated he's a very him hateable character, but you have to admit, like he played it well. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as an actor, he did great. But man, that character sucks. I mean, this is a horror film. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If this was made now, it's It'd a, be a hor- yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a guy that's going. It's a through. horror film directed by Jordan Peele. Oh, I'd watch that. But in this case, it's directed by Peter Sagal. <laughs> Jordan Peele, please uh, remake Anger Management <laughs> as a horror. I was thinking about it, and I was like, Judd Apatow could remake this. Why Judd Apatow? He's friends with Sandler. Yep. I felt like he could make it. Why are you whispering? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mia, just take it down. People might hear you. (laughs) When I get passionate about something, I actually get quieter. Why? That's more direct. I I I feel like I sound more like an intellectual, like I'm talking to you like personally. I'm like, okay, let's 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 analyze this. Not the the fam fam's out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Great. Good. Good. Cool. So let's 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 keep this. I can barely hear you. This (laughs) isn't. I can barely hear you. Let's take this back for a second, right? Yeah. I think Judd Apatow could be able to remake this movie in yep. 2019 without sure. the problematicness, but still with the corniness of the movie and do a good job. Keep the gaslighting or get rid of the gaslighting? Keep the gaslighting. It's All Judd right. Apatow. <laughs> Was, I'm not sure. Uh, does he gaslight? <laughs> um, the 40-year-old version has, has the classic rom-com misunderstanding. Sure. Um, and then... Well, that's also Judd Apatow's first big Hollywood feature film. And then from there, Knocked Up doesn't really have that. Uh, it's dealing more with realistic relationships, but with uh, man children. Funny People, I don't think, has any gaslighting. Uh, I liked Funny People. Uh, it's a mess, but I enjoy it. Is it a mess? Oh, Love yeah. the TV show is a good one, Brian. Yeah. 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 Um, then what's after that? This is forty. No, there's another. There movie was something that he before makes that. After that. Did he not do Zack and Mary? No, uh, Kevin Smith was making his run to being Apatow. Oh, we have eleven right. minutes left. Sure, let's keep talking about Judd Apatow. Yeah, uh, I think this is forty. Was his? You have run. a phone in your hand. Just look up his IMDb. I don't want to. I'm looking up the grossest for anger so management. Before we 
which was this was a runaway smash hit. Okay. Uh, this man worldwide one hundred ninety five million dollars. Jeez. Yeah, people Anger love management? this movie. Holy yeah. Shit. People love this movie. Which, d- d- Anger management. Yeah, people love this movie. Really? Yes. Uh, I I remember my uncle constantly, constantly quoting it and talking about it. In fact, so much to the point, like, during, uh, while I was rewatching the movie today, uh, I just randomly remember him laughing. Like, just like, you know how, you, like, some things, like, trigger memories? Yes. Like, s- just parts of the movie, I remember him laugh quoting, you know, like, yeah. how you quote something while you're laughing. He, and I was like, God, he really talked about this movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, it took me straight back to watching it with my mom. And mm. I think that's the word that nostalgia comes in. And it's- it's- I think, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but, like, I think that's the case with, like, all Adam Sandler movies. Yes. Like, nostalgia blinds you so much to the, uh, just the problems that arise. Like, if I were to go back and rewatch Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison, it'd be like, oh, God. Because, like, nostalgia is so blinding. Yeah, I mean, 2002 was a happier time for a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah, post 9-11, real happy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 1995 was a happier time for a lot of us. We all thought that Rudy Giuliani was a good guy. Well, as Aaron explained to me before the recording, he is not a good guy. Well, and by all of us, I mean, I think everyone outside of New York. And by everyone outside of New York, I mean only people that identified as Republicans. Yeah. Getting political. He was a stinker, and Bobby Knight's a stinker, and John McEnroe's a stinker, and they always end up in Adam Sandler movie and I hate them and I'm not like just don't give them jobs just like they're bad people and they're notorious for their their anger and their toxic masculinity yeah I can't stand them I hate John McEnroe so Um, don't give them jobs yeah don't give them don't give them jobs they're terrible people and I get it they are the angriest people in their field John McEnroe broke so many tennis rackets just yelling at people not just in frustration and, the way uh, he yelled so loud that his tennis racket broke. Well, no, he would just like like if he didn't like a call, he would just run up to the ref and just like start beating his tennis racket on their stand. What like, a where piece they sit. of shit! He was a real dick. Um, but yeah, and, and like I get it. In John McEnroe, you got you got a movie called Anger Management. Put him in it. But like I just don't like him. And like Adam Sandler, you're right. He's just nostalgia. He's, He's just a nostalgia. big old pill of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, he he takes you to happier times. Um, and that's, that's why, why happy mass and he gets a, away with a lot of shit. Because he has money. <sighs> because this movie made almost $200 million. And it's a yeah. comedy. In 2003, yeah. it made that uh, much, which is 2003. That's a lot of money. I, I already yeah. turned my phone back off. Yeah. Uh, since it's an Adam Sandler movie, uh, it's probably going to be unusually high. Because <laughs> this movie looks kind of like a sitcom and I'm going to ballpark at probably about 60 With or 70 budget? million dollars. Yeah. I'm going to ballpark the budget at uh 75 million dollars. I'm going to say 83 million. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. All right, no one talk. Aaron's looking it up. <coughs> Aaron, keep this in. Maybe 92. Uh, don't. No, Please no, don't no, talk. Five. Aaron's looking okay. up. 75. Oh, yeah, Mia. Nice. That's and- it uh, made more than half that just in the opening weekend. That's wow. so much money for a movie that looks 
bad. Right, but they got that, the Yankees in like there. That. Yeah. They got the Yankees. They got Jack Nicholson. They got Jack Nicholson and rented out the Yankee got Stadium. Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson. Sam. Yeah, just in casting Sam. alone, I can't imagine. Yeah, most of that money went to cast. Let's be real. Most yeah. oh, of the money yeah. went to cast and Yankee Stadium. Oh, also, weirdest product placement I think I've ever seen. He lives outside of an army of one billboard? Yeah. Oh. That was weird. It's post 9-11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like right. I mean, yeah. this was. I, w- I would imagine that they would comment on that at some point. I would imagine that that would be some sort of hang up. No. Well, it's not. He just lives right next to an army billboard. Well, um, he just lives. Yes, Aaron. It's we, no big deal. We, yeah. It was, uh, to me, was it just awkward that the uh, flight attendant and the air traffic officer um, were really hitting on the, it's a very difficult time No, for it us. was very weird. Yeah. It, it was extremely weird. Yeah, like, I, I mean, did uh, meet, the, uh, meet the parents... 2002? What, was that pr- post 9 11? I want to say it was that's 2001. 2001. I think that was before 9 11. Okay. I want to say that's 2000. Because, yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah. So it's. That would have made a lot more sense and it would have been a little comical, but it was just a little. Well, I think. Legging on thick. I don't know. Because that might have been like a relief point because, like, it was still like, do we laugh about it? Do Are we too serious about it? So maybe people were like, you know what? If it's so, if Adam Sandler says we can laugh at it, we can laugh at it. Well, to be fair, Rudy Giuliani gave us permission to laugh. That's true. I I don't understand. On the first episode of SNL back, uh, they they commemorated nine eleven. Uh, I believe Paul Simon sang the boxer. Lauren Michaels came out and basically introed the show, uh, and then Rudy Giuliani was standing right next to him. And Lauren Michaels very famously said, "Can we be funny?" To which Rudy said, "Why start now?" <laughs> Great joke, right? Yeah. He's a super villain. He he is. Rudy Giuliani is a super villain. Oof. But game recognized game. Bet you he puts ketchup on a well done steak. Why would you do that? Exactly. I can't trust him. Oh God. <laughs> oh no, Mia, you're throwing up. I didn't mean to touch you with your the my hands that I ate things you're allergic to. Like, are you? I don't know. Are, are you allergic Call to ketchup? Back. No, I like ketchup on steak. I'm sorry. I didn't think you guys were going to come for that. Oh. You put eggs, you put steak, you get ketchup on it. That's an Adam Sandler film. And it's delicious, it's yummy, it's slightly controversial. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Mia. It's not slightly. Yeah. It's very offensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anger management, the Donald Trump of comedies. (laughs) <laughs> Big, rich, expensive, but not does not do well in twenty nineteen. Really, really, uh, twenty nineteen. Real, real great. Uh, anger management, racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic. Makes yeah. fun of anorexia and does unusually well. Ableist. Yeah. To which everybody else is like, "Hold on, what? How much did it? What? How much did this movie make? Did anyone like it?" People loved it. People loved My it. My mom loved it. And yeah. She's a hardcore liberal. Really? Yeah. Huh. 2003 was a weird time. It's a weird time. Just. I mean, again, like I feel like the summary of of all of this. I feel like what we should take away is the comedy does not age well. No. Like just hands out and just not. Well, I think it's a very limited. There are thing. comedies that age well. Name one. Com- comedy. The jerk. 
Yeah. The Although jerk. I haven't seen the jerk in a while, but I but I hope it holds up. Comedy that relies on like shock humor or cultural norms yes. does not hold up. Yes, but I think the thing is, comedy to some extent always is going to rely on cultural norms. And I think shock value was a huge thing in, like, the early oh, 2000s. absolutely. Yeah, that was a huge thing. But, like, I don't know. I feel like the whole thing of, like, truth and comedy, right? Yes. Like, it depends what truth you're trying to say. If it's a contextual it's about the human truth. Experience. Well, what? Say that again? It's about the human experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah me and nailed it. There's no other point to talk about. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Period. Uh, the end. The I'm end. leaving. I, but, see, the human experience truth, I think – will last in comedy like those type of that Absolutely. type of comedy will hold up but if it's contextual like like in 2003 it was the truth was to reveal like how weird things were yes. or whatever yeah. that doesn't I think we're always digging for something more when it comes to comedy there's always like a baseline human truth yeah which is like why comedy has been a thing yeah why it has value but then I always feel like comedy is also very Thing that it's not timeless because it, in those years that it works, we're digging for something else. And I feel sure. like in 2003, we're trying to revel in different truths. Well, I don't think this movie tried to find a truth. I think no, it was just trying to be gross. Not. And I think that's why it doesn't hold up. Well, 2003 is also early 2000s is a very weird time. Yeah. Um, for much of the youth, we had to stop. We had to kind of grow up relatively quick. Sure. Because of 9 11. Yes, absolutely. Um, adults didn't know, you know, what you know you could talk about. Yeah. And, stuff and then like the that. digital age. The yeah. information yeah. age was starting to come about. Um, and then bing, bang, boom. <laughs> That's right. That's what happened. So That's just all of a sudden, oof, oof. Will Smith, I mean, not Will Smith. Yeah, well, Will, Will, Will Smith. Smith Will Smith made a hit. Culture <laughs> change. Will Smith and Will Ferrell just had a little renaissance and. And they had their own little thing. Real quick, I just want to say, sure. do y'all want to guess how much Adam Sandler may, um, was given for four films for Netflix? $1.7 billion. Yeah, you're not too far off. $80 million. One, for four For four movies. $1.3 yeeah. billion. He was given $250 million oh my God. for four films, two <laughs> of which have already been huge flops. Why did I say billion? <laughs> Because I said it, and two Aaron of which said it's close. Huge flops. Which two are flops? Um, the uh, ridiculous six and yeah. the well, others. Didn't watch the it. Sandy one. Critical. It's a good stoner flops. film. Critical. It's Critical. A good flops. stoner film. I'm sorry. What? It's the, a good stoner film. The ridiculous six. Adam Sandler is, has makes good stoner films. Does he? How would I'm you know? I'm gonna say Judd Apatow more so than Adam Sandler. I I don't think that an Apatow film would be a stoner comedy at well, all. Well, maybe. Uh, well, if you see he's got <laughs> producer stuff, he did Pineapple Express. His, uh, his producer stuff, but the but his the producer stuff. That he he writes and directs. Not uh, writing directs. My bad. Quiet, uh, kind of, sort of quiet relationship dramedies. He he makes me lust for love. Yes. Oh my God. That's yeah. such a. That's such. Yeah. 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 That's a great. Thank you. Yeah. I'm uh, an intellectual. For the people you that are. don't see, James is profusely crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> you joke about that, but earlier today I cried a lot. Uh, Nancy Myers makes me really excited to be in my sixties. Uh, to be fair, it's complicated. What is? It's complicated. It's complicated. And that's been guilty treasures. Uh, uh, 
250 million dollars. Uh, Aaron, where can people find? For you? Actually, Sandy Wexler. Shut up, both of you. <laughs> shut up, Mia. Mia, where can people find you and your talentedness, your skillful mastery of comedy? I wasn't in all art. I wasn't expecting a plug-in. Yep. Uh, Here it is. But you can just look for me in your deepest hearts of hearts. And I will be there. I'm Aww. also in the Austin Improv scene. Hey. So you might find me there. Nice. Aaron, where can they find you? Uh, I'm a Laughing Panda on all social medias. I'm also Austin Amateurs. My name is Aaron Salinas. That's S A. L I N is in well, Hold on, let me get a pen real quick. Okay, uh, go ahead. All right. Uh, wait, I'm trying to end the episode. We're two minutes over. Paper, Kenny, don't be so. Hold on, let me get Kenny, where can they find wait, 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 you? Wait, wait, We're restart. two minutes over. I don't want to waste Mike's time. Okay, hold on, let me get some paper. God damn it. Okay, that's S like <laughs> Sam, A like Alpha, L like Lima, I like Igloo, okay. N like November, A like Alpha, S <laughs> like Zebra. That doesn't make. S like Sam. <laughs> you can find can me. I spell my name. Uh, you can find me at my magic lesson. You can also find pieces that I write at kennymadisoniscool.com. dot uh, com. Yes, wow, that's where you can find me. That's cool. That's a good website. You can find me besides running flat films. Yes. Uh, besides the YouTube channel. Besides yes. the Patreon. Besides the Twitter. Yes. Yeah. You can find me at Tough Fat Ghost on Internet and Gamer Tags. Yeah, as long as we're here. Yeah? You want a plug? No. All right. Well, that's been Guilty Treasures. Uh, don't forget to dig up those Guilty Treasures and let them shine. Don't go there. And I said, don't go there. It's a good line. I'm half Irish, half Italian, and half Mexican. Eskimos are nice. We might change our names soon, so be, be ready for that.